1: it's game that tune in the house once again oh man we got a great show coming up tonight it's your boy john harrington here we got john regan say hey hey And we got david fleming say hey hey and we got jesse moore say hey hey hell yeah man man guys it's uh it's episode 99 that is absolutely a milestone to celebrate there will be uh much revelry and definitely nothing special next week. Uh, let's celebrate 99. Two great numbers sitting next to each other—a nine and a nine. Uh, no, uh, sh- I mean, should we celebrate yet? No, we're not celebrating just yet because well, we there, haven't finished. Is there
2: anything we're celebrating next show? No, let's celebrate now. <laughs>
1: Yeah, exactly. We're not going to be able to have a great theme for the next show. There's not going to be games from the year 100, so you know, I don't, yeah, I don't know. It's going to be tricky. But uh, we got a fun show tonight. We're closing out our run of 90s games. Um, if you're just joining us on Game That Tune, we listen to video game music, we guess the games based on the songs, and a little bit of trivia. We goof off, have a lot of fun, and uh, yeah, we've uh, we've reached episode 99, which means we've reached the end of the 90s. Um, I, for one, am relieved. Just because uh, we've never stuck with a theme this long. <laughs> you know, like, good job, guys. Quite frankly,
3: yeah, <laughs> honestly,
1: <laughs> it was uh, it was tough. We do not stay on task very well.
4: I barely stick with like one theme every week. Not one theme for ten weeks. <laughs> it was bananas. Yeah. You
1: know, the struggle was real. So uh, we've uh, we've been doing our fun, you know, '90s pop culture rundown. We finally made it to 1999 time to bring this thing home guys hit me with some uh, some fun 1999 stuff because i know i know we were all fans of smooth by santana and rob thomas and we're fans of the greatest movie ever made star wars episode one the phantom menace oh but yeah. i want to i want to give you guys a chance to run down some pop culture that you can remember from 1999
4: <laughs> my favorite thing or my i guess most important thing to me was the whole y2k fiasco or That's unfiasco I, the only yep. thing from Y2K I remember being a problem was a news story about one video store who, you know, ha- wound up charging their customers like millions of dollars of late fees. And, nice. you know, the manager just waived all of it. <laughs> like, end of story.
1: Yeah, it almost justified all that doomsday prepping that that person did. And then the manager just waived the late fees. So, <laughs> what about you, David? What do you got, man?
2: Um, something that I had forgotten happened in 1999, uh, because I didn't realize it was that long ago. 1999 was the debut of
5: Family Guy. Oh, yeah, it was. Oh, that reminds me of that time,
1: um... (laughs) Man, if you had something loaded up for that, that would have been great. Like, I think that's good. That reminds me of the time that blah, blah, blah. (laughs) Um, Didn't that come out, like, right after the Super Bowl? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You know, good move. Uh, you know, actually, I don't know. Did it make it popular enough to keep going? Because they kind of canceled it for a little while there. Oh, who knows? Uh, Family Guy's still on, isn't it though?
5: Yeah, yeah, I think know. so. Yeah. yeah, it's a juggernaut it sure of animation.
1: Yes, and douchiness of Seth MacFarlane. Um, Jesse, what do you got, man? What uh, you know, give us some '99 stuff?
5: I mean, you already mentioned it, kind of, but I guess the big thing for me was uh, Star Wars Episode One, The Phantom Menace. Um we, we I was very, hopes. very hyped up for it. And I was surprisingly not as let down as most people seem to have been.
1: The pod race was dope. (laughs)
5: Yeah, Yeah, pod race was great. Uh, Freaking Liam Neeson. I mean, one of the things that always stuck with me is that was the first time you got to see someone open a door like a can opener with a lightsaber. Like, that was badass to me. He fucking cut a giant circle in the steel freaking door. When have you ever seen that in a fucking Star Wars? Never. And Liam Neeson is like, you've taken my child and... You know, I've got a special set of skills, and and you and McGregor's like shooting up heroin in the back room. You know, it was wonderful.
1: And then he sadly met a man with a specialer set of skills, specifically a two uh, double bladed lightsaber and uh you know spiky head. And, yeah. Uh, you know, so long, Liam Neeson. Spoilers for episode one. Um. <laughs> Spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> i are trying
4: so hard that. to figure out how to tie in love actually to this <laughs> I think mm, I love
1: no don't john that's not 1999 that's not for several more years <laughs> just liam and neeson you know that's not the role we choose to remember liam neeson for either um <laughs> but yeah man 1999 was cool he had a shitload of stuff they promoted using uh you know, didn't a bunch of shit come out on september 9th 1999 you know it did <laughs> it was like a release date for games, and I think they held the MTV VMAs that year or that that day. Like it was it was a good, a uh, great promo year. The I
2: Dreamcast also remember there was I <laughs> there was a radio station, a nationally syndicated radio station that did nothing but play the Prince song 24 hours a day.
1: Hell yeah, there was. I would pop that on when I was feeling bored. Like honestly, hey, I know there's a song I like on the radio right now and always for the entire year. Like. That...
4: I, that's way better than when all the light rock stations switched to playing Christmas music, you know, for like a solid month. Oh. I'd rather it just be Prince 1999 for a solid month like every year. Yeah. That'd be great. As an adult
1: now, I'd rather it just be all Prince music for an entire year. But 1999 is a pretty good song. So, anywho, uh, Game That Tune, episode 99. We got, uh, you know, great games. Got a great fan request tonight. And, uh, Johnny, I think we just got to jump right into it.
0: Game 1.
4: little bit of trivia for this game it's the first game in a long-running series and many uh there's a specific feature from this entry that is not in the series specifically mini games that require you to rotate the joystick rapidly
2: First in MJ. a long-running series. Okay. Yeah. And there's a feature in this game not present in the other series. All right. Specifically, minigames. Damn it, John. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You know, you could literally just, like, make it a trivia question. Like, what feature was removed from subsequent games after, you know, Uh-oh. a class action lawsuit? You know, that kind of, like, any, any way of wording that without saying the words mini games. Was there
4: really a class but action lawsuit about that? Nintendo yeah. paid out money on this, man. I did not know that. Oh, wow. Oh. Should have that, <laughs>
5: All
4: right, well, let's uh, have everybody about show me Mario Party <laughs> so I can hit the button. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> This is the Mario Party for the Nintendo 64.
1: It sure is. Played briefly and then uh, immediately replaced in our lives by Mario Party 2, the superior Mario Party. Oh, significantly. Mario Party had its charms. It had to have been like the first like compilation of minigames, like first like party type game that any of us played. Because I mean, prior to that, like Nintendo 64 having four controller ports and all, like what you know, what game would have scratched this kind of itch? Like I don't yeah, know that I've like ever
2: played Mario Party. I think I started with Mario Party 2. Like I don't think I ever played. <laughs> the original. It's good-ish. Yeah. <laughs> it's got you a few out? games
4: that'll hurt your hands. <laughs> yeah, you missed out on making some money.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> John, you didn't know about, like, the fucking lawsuit against Nintendo and they had to send out special equipment as, like, had- part of the settlement?
4: No, I had no idea. Wow. Oh,
1: man. That's the funniest fucking thing. Like, people, for those who don't know, Mario Party, you know, being it's got a bunch of different mini-games and some of them require you to do certain actions and one of the things that happens repeatedly in the first mario party is you have to rotate the stick as fast as possible and nintendo said please only use your thumb to rotate the stick (laughs) and (laughs) no not good enough um yeah it's not like they put that in the instructions it was like part of their response like players should have a good time doing it just with their thumbs And then it's like, well, no, obviously, if people want to win, they're going to place their palm flat on their Nintendo 64 controller and then rotate as fast as possible. And it gave kids fucking giant blisters on their hands. And parents literally sued Nintendo. They had to pay out several thousand dollars to, you know, more than, you know, it was a class action lawsuit. And anybody that then submitted a proof of purchase could get a special playing glove. (laughs) I remember the
2: glove. Yeah. (laughs)
1: yeah you could acquire a Mario Party gauntlet and you know play it properly, and then they got rid of that for future Mario party games
5: I think more importantly is besides hurting children <laughs> is it was probably breaking your controller like yes that it, is like, more important up the joystick <laughs> all the hell and and good fucking luck playing any other like a first person shooter with that thing oh yeah. jesse yeah. I, I, I like, like that you
4: specifically <laughs> are placing the um The health of the controller over the health of a kid's hand.
2: (laughs) Well, I mean, well, those controllers aren't cheap. I was going to say, (laughs) a blister, like, the skin on your hand will grow back, but those controllers were like 40, 50 bucks. Come on. Thanks, David.
1: Thanks.
5: I got you. I was going to say,
1: Jesse is the only father amongst us, so he probably knows. Like, (laughs) the controller's pretty important. The kid, the skin grows back. Come on, they'll be fine. (laughs) And also, they learn a nice lesson. D- you know, follow the fucking instructions, children. <laughs> like, the, you know, it's just a game.
2: The worst part about this was like every single friend eventually had the Mario Party controller where you'd come over and like, hey, we're all going to play Goldeneye or Mario Kart. Who's going to get stuck with the green controller? Because that's the one whose stick is all fucked up because we used it on oh, Mario Party.
1: Yeah. Good lord, those controllers, those sticks would get so wiggly. Oh. Like... <laughs> they were so loose. Oh. Uh, loose ass sticks, man. They're just no good. <laughs> but uh, uh yeah, man, title, so uh, loose ass sticks. Thank you, John. Uh, <laughs> so, John, what's your favorite memory of the original Mario Party?
4: Uh, rotating the, <laughs> the joystick.
1: <laughs> Don't do that shit, John. <laughs> Talk like you know what you're talking about. <laughs>
4: You know, just tell me your favorite so, board, man. That's actually a good question because Mario Party Two is the one I played way more of. Because you know, you rent Mario Party One, you wreck your controller, you return it. You're like, I am never playing that again. Like,
1: yep. it it really ruined it. <laughs> yeah, it was but, uh, something. You know, David never played the original. Jesse, do you have a favorite board in Mario
5: Party? <laughs> um, I uh, it's hard for me to remember. I remember renting it mm. and. I thought, wow, this game would be way more fun if I had friends to play with it. Right. So like yeah. <laughs> playing that play game by yourself isn't the greatest. No, it's not. You know, I've
1: run it a few times since like, you know, I got a brother and sister and neither of them wanted to play.
3: Like <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, it's uh, it is a drag playing single-player Mario Party. <laughs> like, you can earn stars and stuff, and like spend them on you know new boards by playing against the easiest computer players of all time. <laughs> like, there's no incentive to play against the hard ones. Um, yeah, David, looking up some any, of the any, other I, games? any memories would, whatsoever of Mario Party?
2: I was just gonna say, I just looked up a list of uh, like the Mario Party boards, and I've definitely not played this game, but just the name. Wario's Battle Canyon. That's my favorite board. Like that sounds yep. amazing.
1: That was a good one. <laughs> I mean, I always like the simple Mario Party boards. You know, there was the Yoshi's Island board, there was a like Peach's Birthday Cake. Uh, you know, and there's the standard like Bowser board and Mario's Castle like, you know, I like the I like the simple stuff. But yeah, you know, Wario's Battle Canyon. Uh, there's like Bob-omb's flying all over the place and Yeah, it was, uh, it was
2: fun. That seems to be the one that best captures the appeal of Mario Party, because it's not a fun, happy jaunt. Mario Party is a vicious sport where you turn on your friends at a moment's notice.
1: Yes, exactly. Wario's Battle Canyon really does capture the essence of Mario Party. Like, it's bright, it's colorful, and by the end of it, we're all shooting bombs at each other and then in the living room, like, just hitting each other, so... It was great. <laughs> <laughs> trying to think of like specific minigames from the first one. I feel like they were real simple. It's like the bumper balls or like, you know, count the number of Goombas and stuff like that.
4: A lot of the games from Mario Party 1 made their way to Mario Party 2. I don't think there's actually that many Mario Party 1 exclusive minigames. Oh, um, ah, okay. There is Tug of War, which I don't recall seeing again.
1: No, I don't either.
4: Yeah. That's weird. Uh,
1: buried Treasure... Let's see are you, here. Are you just going to start listing them? Is this the lightning round? <laughs> this is, oh, damn it! Um, Let's list all 50
2: minigames!
3: <laughs> lightning round! I'm just
4: kidding. Oh, I don't God. have a lightning Jesus round. For I was going to say, we
2: should do <laughs> yeah. this lightning round because I totally have a list of all the original Mario Party minigames pulled up right now.
4: Yep, yeah, I think I we all say, do. should have planned your brain. this. <laughs> But I like, you know. there's some single player games, and I don't recall there being a lot of single player Mario Party games in the other titles, I don't know. But this has, um, these names just kind of sound terrible, I'm not gonna lie, like there's one called Ghost Guess. Yeah. I don't know what that does, but it does sound yep. great. Um, <laughs>
5: I've, I've done that before. <laughs> Haven't we all? <laughs> Whack-a-Plants.
1: Yeah. I'm looking at the same list, Ghost Guess. you know. There's one just called Ground Pound that's just a move in the Mario series like yeah but to be fair limbo dance sounds like
2: a lot of fun yeah
1: (laughs) like you have to input button combos to lean further back you know how do you how do you limbo in Mario Party (laughs) oh yeah I do remember pedal power you're fucking pedaling a thing and trying to light a fucking uh, light bulb or something to get away from a boo while it very very slowly like comes towards you Um, and if you turn on the light you survive other than that uh, yeah, no, you know, there's nothing that I specifically remember to this game besides the boards. You know, I, I played that, I played that Princess Peach cake a lot. You know, but uh, yeah. So oh man, Mario Party. So, so much, you know, so much about Mario Party 2 is better than this one. Like, <laughs> I wish we could just keep on talking about Mario Party 2. We've covered it before. We've covered it in our Nintendo 64 fantasy draft. You know, Mario Party 2 is fucking excellent.
2: <laughs> there's no reason that we can't go on a tangent to talk about Mario Party 2, lest I remind you of while we were discussing Game & Watch Gallery and the giant transgression of discussing rugby legend Joe Alamu. Hey.
1: That you know that was tangentially related. it wasn't just you know choosing a different game in the series, yeah you Jeez. Know, John wanted to talk Mario party we're talking Mario party. I'm not gonna go against John's wishes <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean you know <laughs> who's we a have huge... some knowledge to I was give. Gonna say you know who's a huge fan of the original Mario Party rugby legend Joan Alamu, <laughs> oh man, you know,
3: <sighs>
1: he's the guy who you know he was the inspiration for Wario's Battle Canyon. he would blow you the fuck up,
5: man, <laughs> yeah, you know. but Anyway,
1: uh, Johnny,
5: I can't wait to have him on the show next week.
1: I wish he wasn't dead. Oh. <laughs> you know, oh. talk Oops. about a ghost guest. It'd be pretty great to get him on for next week. The ghost of rugby Logan Jonalamu John check Fiverr for somebody willing to do a, a New Zealand impression because I would like to make that
3: happen.
4: All right, on it. Excellent.
0: <laughs> Game two.
2: Trivia for this game, Uh, this is an enhanced remake of an earlier game in this series. Uh, It adds several new features, including brand new music, which is what we're listening to now, uh, multiple new game modes, the player can save the game at any time, there is a world map, and by pressing the select button, it's possible to change characters between the two main leads of this game.
4: I got haven't it. gotten a card
1: yet.
4: <laughs> no. John. Fine. <laughs> I Going index index to put on my shopping list.
2: All right. So we've got a hat trick. Everyone says Super Mario Brothers Deluxe. For the Game Boy Color, yes? Uh, yes. Yeah. I almost pulled a really dick move and pulled a John Regan and just played nothing but original Mario music. I feel like that still would have made it pretty obvious. I would have loved that. (laughs) No, I mean, like, literally just, like, go back to John Regan episode 1 and just play like, Super Mario Brothers music. Yeah, I mean... I I know what you meant. classic... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Classic John Regan Dick move, but you know one of the one of the
1: prerequisite things to know going into game that tune is that the original Super Mario Brothers did not come out in 1999. Um, Wait, you know that's that's common now. Really. I think I'll I'll have our uh, I'll have our stats guys uh, check on that but I'm pretty sure that the original Super Mario Brothers came out sometime in the 1980s not the 1990s I I don't know it's all it's all uh, big haze it came out sometime um,
4: between 1985 and 1985 I'm pretty
1: sure It's, yeah, thank you, John. I just you like the I'm idea saying. of you
2: saying, like, one of the prerequisites for being on Game That Tune is knowing Super Mario Brothers did not come out in 1999. I mean, obviously, and Jesse just starts sweating.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: Shit. Man, I'm glad we used that up on the first episode instead of one of these themed things, because that would have just really... Whew, it would have thrown him for a loop. Um, but man, uh... I did not play Super Mario Bros. Deluxe, so, David, what's the dealio?
2: I was just about to ask, did anyone play Super Mario Brothers Deluxe? I was a Pokemon man. <laughs> so... That was it. <laughs> so this game, it's kind of like the original Super Mario Bros., but a deluxe version. A DX version? I would go so far as to say that,
5: yes. Wait, okay. DX? Yeah, um, go for it, Jesse. <laughs> so did uh, Mario & Luigi go around and tell Goombas to suck it?
2: I'll have to check on that. I don't recall that part, but very yeah. possibly.
5: That With the Game so Boy cool.
1: control scheme, which button became the suck it button?
4: <laughs> I got uh, very concerned, by the way, because, uh, David, you said new music, and I could have sworn I heard you say all new music or something like that, and I got really upset, <laughs> like, did they replace, like, the, like, they don't have any of the original music? Like, it's all new music?
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, they just... Well, kinda. They just added some additional songs. Um... Also, I really okay. hope that one of the episode tags is Suck It Button. Oh, yes. Ooh. Yeah. I'm going to add a button to my soundboard
1: that just says Suck It. No idea what sound it's going to play, but it's going to be good.
2: Uh. <laughs> but um, you, can, you can choose between the original Super Mario Bros. or Super Mario Bros. The Lost Levels for Super Players. Um, there's also additional modes. There's a, there's a Race Boo mode. Where like you have to speed run through a level and Boo is like chasing after you and you have to get to the end uh, before you b- before Boo gets there obviously. Uh, so it's like a beat the boo. speed running time attack mode. They add mm. red coins as like a challenge mode that you have to go through and collect. Mm. And every level has a hidden Yoshi egg to collect. But does it have a Yoshi? No, it's just the egg. Fuck that! <laughs> That's such a tease. <laughs> This game is also a little bit harder than the original, because the Game Boy screen doesn't have the same, like, resolution as the NES screen, so you don't get the full mode, like, the full visual. You have Mm. the option of, like, pushing up or down to move the camera to, like, check, but it's not the same screen size, so some of the jumps become really tricky. Yeah, I was going to
1: say, it seems odd that this is Super Mario Brothers Deluxe for Game Boy Color, because Game Boy Color was just the Game Boy with a new color setting. Like, it wasn't, like, Game Boy Advance. It's not like this is, like, anything past NES graphics. Like, that's a very odd name to give this, where it's got to be arguably, like, a slight downgrade to the original Super Mario Bros.
2: <laughs> I mean... Visually, it's actually an improvement because they add hmm. some animations, like the lava pools animate sure. and like water animates. And I'm, I want to say the bushes wave, but I'm not positive, like in certain parts. <laughs> um, I'll have someone check on that. Yeah. But like, yeah, no, it's mostly just extra modes and extra things thrown in, like the actual graphics slightly worse cause you you're working with a much smaller screen
1: okay and actually though would it be was this one of the first times that Super Mario Brothers it's you know the Super Mario Brothers was playable handheld I that believe would it be, was the first that would be a reason to apply the DX title to it uh, <laughs> you know cause uh, we know that's working for the Switch right now <laughs> we'll take a little downgrade so we can take it handheld people fucking <laughs> love it
2: so yeah, that's what they is... were thinking I'm pretty sure this was one of the first re-releases, and this kind of paved the way for, like, the Super Mario Advance series, and, like, all oh, that of the, the re-releases that Nintendo loves to do. Oh, yes.
1: They're the master of remasters, though, man. Nintendo's good at that. Yeah. You know, they'll throw you the same game over and over again, and somehow we just keep eating
2: it up. You know, it's, uh, I'm not complaining. I like it. Yeah, yeah, I, I did I like the math, and I'm pretty sure I own like eight completely different versions of Super Mario Brothers Three. Nice.
1: <laughs> hmm.
2: So, uh, yeah, so it's, it's Mario Brothers and Lost Levels.
1: Is
4: completely with, uh, different the tools. right phrase to use there?
2: <laughs> Are they completely different? <laughs> well, okay, like <laughs> I own Super Mario Brothers Three on eight different like systems. Yeah, he's bought a port of Super Mario
1: Brothers Three at least seven times.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: Fair enough. Um, yeah, uh, I don't know. Anything else that sets this uh, sets this apart from other Mario games? You know, how's it compared to the Mario Land games?
2: I mean, it's it's Super Mario Bros.
1: Right, like it's it's so.
2: literally Super Mario Brothers. Um, gotcha. And lost levels. Let's talk about lost levels. David's favorite Mario game. Dear God, no! <laughs> no, you're misremembering.
5: Game three. <laughs>
2: Well, this is Lost
5: Levels DX.
1: (laughs) Ooh, man. Now, Lost Levels, would it have been better or worse if you were able to tell enemies to suck it? Um, Uh, Way better. Everything
2: would have been better, yes.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Or, you know, would it have just really fit the the tone of Lost Levels if all the enemies were constantly telling Mario to suck it? Like, if the the Hammer Hammer Brothers were just, you know, chopping crotch the whole time and, you know, Bowser's jumping around and just doing it, like... Uh, you know.
2: That would be great how's if it was vo- like the...
1: How's the voice acting?
2: If it was like the new Super Mario Bros. games where the Goombas and Koopas dance along to the music, but instead of dancing to the music, they just <laughs> stop every five seconds and go, suck it?
1: Yes, especially if it's in rhythm to like the new Super Mario Brothers theme. <laughs> like, ba- ba- ba, suck it! That'd be pretty <laughs> fucking great. <laughs>
5: hey, Johnny, so really... uh, send a memo to Shiggy about this uh, okay. yes. whenever you get a chance. <laughs> you know,
1: every, uh, on, you know, that little two-hit in the, uh, in the New Super Mario Bros. themes, the Koopa Troopa should do a cross-chop and tell Mario to suck it. Uh, Maybe Goomba know, should just. we haven't just... Enough Patreon money to get Shiggy to do this yet.
2: <laughs> Maybe the Goomba should just, like, turn around, bend over, and shake their Goomba ass?
1: Yes, you know, I've never, to my knowledge, seen a Goomba's ass, so that's, uh, <laughs> these ideas are intriguing to me.
3: Hmm.
0: Game 3.
5: 2000, Jose Rabadon, a teenager from Murcia, Spain, killed both of his parents and his sister with a katana. The media accused this game of inducing Jose to do it, with one magazine stating he was just imitating his hero, who in the moment of the story thinks he must kill someone very close to him. However, Jose Rabadon hadn't finished the game, nor even reached the point <clears throat> in which this event occurs proving the article to be jumping to conclusions jose was arrested and spent 8 years in jail he has since been known by the nickname of el asesino de la katana the katana killer jesus christ <laughs> fuck <laughs> wow And uh, also, this is our fan request um, from at, or it's at uh, scene Ganoi on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Let's see what you guys got. So this one's been hanging in the John... request queue for a long time. <laughs> Johnny <laughs> says, Jesus Christ, what the fuck. And John, you're John supposed to guess the game,
1: not answer the trivia.
5: They're <laughs> <laughs> both correct with Final Fantasy VIII.
1: Mercy. Um, (laughs) Yeah, yeah, Jesse, that is uh, some fascinating trivia that I'm sure helped some people guess the game.
5: I could not pass that up. It was so weird and fascinating. (laughs) How does the 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 Final Fantasy fantasy
1: game inspire you to kill your parents? (laughs)
4: That's that's a recurring Uh, theme in every Final Fantasy game, is the scene where
1: you kill your parents. (laughs) I know it's in at least one, but I mean... (laughs) Really? really? Yeah, <laughs> Final Facing 10 is the one where you kill your dad. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, like, shit, did
5: I miss that? Do you always kill your dad? <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> right? <laughs> I mean, I isn't kind of, Cloud, isn't he kind of created by Jenova or Sh- oh, Sephiroth? Yeah. That's kind of a weird thing, isn't it? He's right. So yeah. technically, Sephiroth would be his father. That's a oh. weird thing. But I really don't think that's a whole... Like thing that happens a whole lot. I'm trying to remember because <laughs> so- I know in
2: Final Fantasy VI, Tara like doesn't have her memories and has like amnesia and everything, but I don't think she remembers her parents and remembers killing them. I don't think that comes up in the game.
1: Kafka's her parents. Definitely. Her parent her dad is an insane clown that wants to destroy the world. What a twist. So the final boss in all final fantasy games are your parents. And the games they if you if you listen to the music backwards it says kill your parents kill your parents kill your parents get your katana. Right? Like that's that's in I the wonder game, I
5: right? Love these games.
1: <laughs> and I hate my parents. Really, having a breakthrough here. <laughs> um, do you have any idea what would have made that kid think that? Like, is there a part in this
5: game where you think you have to... Ki- like, what, what part no. could he possibly have been referring to? Okay, for one thing... Okay, he says his hero was Squall. He does not use a katana. No, he, he uses, uses the coolest a weapon. Gunblade. You know, yeah. a, a weapon that's not even real. Like... Which is actually a pretty cool weapon because it's a, a giant sword with a revolver on it. And so mm-hmm. when you slash the enemy with it, you can pull the trigger and also shoot them in the face. It's amazing. And yeah. you can, like, arm it with, like, magic and stuff. It's great.
1: Who needs Gears of War, man? Fuck that. <laughs> you know, give me a gun sword. That's where it's at. Now, if this kid had made his own gun blade and, like, killed his parents with it... I might give him some props.
5: Yeah, yeah. Then, <laughs> then like... maybe he's influenced by something. He's still crazy, <laughs> but like, you know, if he's gonna cosplay as a guy and then kill his parents and that made the game involvement a little more believable. I just it, it I, would've
1: I been, believe, he would've I believe... really good killing his parents dressed as school.
4: I believe we just found this week's episode title If this kid made his own gunplay and used it to kill his parents, <laughs> then I would give him props. Couple
1: of props. That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit of a long title, John. It's a bit of a mouthful, but, you know, what do I know? Um. <laughs> shit. <laughs> so. <laughs> trivia notwithstanding, uh. <laughs> what, uh, <laughs> What's the story on Final Fantasy VIII? I know it's got Squall, and he's got a gunblade, and he's in Kingdom Hearts, and that is about the extent of my knowledge of this game. <laughs>
3: like.
5: <laughs> you know. Um. It's pretty good. there's a lot of people that love this game. this is their favorite. It's not my favorite. Um, it's a good Final Fantasy, you know. Um, the junction system's kind of weird. You have to like equip your characters with the summons and then they give them stats and abilities and you can like swap them with other people and stuff. It's a little weird. Also, you have to, like, draw magic out of, like, the ground and enemies and stuff, so, like, you can run out of spells, and that's weird, so, like, you have to go back and find those spells again, and, um, so that's kind of annoying, um, but it's it's an alright game, you know, it looks cool, the music is fantastic, you know, um, Nobuomatsu again, it's like your classic Square PlayStation, it's that you know the middle game in the trilogy of Playstation Final Fantasies you
1: know true that now uh you know somebody in the chat was saying the uh, vocal track you didn't play any from uh from the soundtrack uh Dell's saying that he said he loves the soundtrack but the vocals kinda awful uh any comments
5: on that um I didn't I don't know anything about the vocal track oh okay Sorry. <laughs> <up> that. <laughs> right.
1: I don't either I like the music he played it was good <laughs> Next question from the chat. Justin's asking, he's curious now, what is your favorite Final Fantasy game, Jesse?
5: Um, uh, I guess if you're going main uh, titles, Final Fantasy IX is my favorite. Um, uh, that one's really great. It goes back to the the four characters in battle, which is awesome. Um, Vivi, he's just all right. You know, he's great. Yep. Um, your main character is a freaking... Uh, a thief you know who looks like Gohan from Dragon Ball I mean it's pretty great I like
1: it I was what I was reading something about this didn't it say this is the uh this is the first final fantasy game where your character is actually like a full like normally proportioned person the entire time is that true yeah like, yeah yeah yeah
5: when you're walking cool. around on a overworld map you're like you're you know a tall person and stuff right. it's not like weird chibi forms or anything. I think that was always one of the things I had a hard time getting past with like Final Fantasy VII. Like the game's cool
1: and it's, you know, it's a lot of fun, but I don't know those maps, man, and like just the little tiny blocky cloud. It just always bugged me for some reason. Like so maybe I'll maybe I would like this one. I should uh I should look into this one. But maybe I should just skip it and go to 9 since nine's your favorite. I don't, yeah, I don't know. That There's too many Final fan, Fantasies now. We need to eliminate at least 6 of them. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um what are there, I need
5: to. What are there more down.
4: of? Are there more Final Fantasy games or more Lane Before Time movies?
5: Ooh. Mm. Now, are you counting like just straight up numbered Final Fantasies or spinoffs too?
4: We'll, we'll say straight up numbered Final Fantasies because I think that keeps it pretty close to how many Lane Before Time okay, movies there are. So there's
5: 15 Final Fantasies. Mm-hmm. And was there like 20 Land Before Times? Um, <laughs> I'm looking, I'm God, looking up want now. To this out, man. There are 14. 14 Land Before Times. <gasps> oh, okay. wow! Oh, Final Fantasy's beating Land Before Time. That's my boy! <laughs> In <laughs> your face, Littlefoot,
1: you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs>
5: shit.
1: <laughs> uh, that was a way closer race than I expected. <laughs> <laughs>
2: 14 <laughs> Land Before Times now? <laughs> yeah, there was one <laughs> that came out like two years ago. <laughs> wow. That's fucking
5: crazy. Guess
1: how many of them are time TV series? Mm -mm, Oh, fuck that.
5: You know that's bad. I
1: would rather have a Final Fantasy TV series, even if it was terrible, than a Land Before Time TV series.
5: Oh, (laughs) I would so love that. Good
1: lord. Ugh, god. Um, yeah, man. Now now I'm just thinking about Land Before Time. God damn it. John... (laughs) Yeah, just thinking about Sharptooth and how they dropped that big rock on him, and, you know, oh, three wow. stars. The little cute one that was hanging out with the big sleepy one. Uh, I think you're thinking you of watch Ducky. Watch that before
2: time later. It yeah, Ducky
1: and Spike. Ducky and
2: Spike, yeah. yeah.
1: Petrie, the little pterodactyl that couldn't fly very well.
4: Yeah.
2: Sarah, and, the Triceratops. Uh, fuck
1: Sarah. That was, like, the first character that I ever thought, like, wow, that chick's a bitch.
5: <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> that was one of the things that always <laughs> pissed me like, sold those little puppets that were, like, rubber, because we had a couple of those. Fuck yeah, man, you got those at Pizza Hut, baby! <laughs> That's what I thought,
2: yeah. <laughs> that was one of those yeah, things that always man. pissed me off, because Triceratops was my, always my favorite dinosaur, and the one Triceratops in Land Before Time was the asshole. <laughs> she was such a
1: bitch. <laughs> yeah, it's just, she was just, like, raining in the whole parade. Um... But anyway, uh, so, Jesse, who is the Final Fantasy Eight equivalent of Sarah the bitchy Triceratops?
5: <laughs> oh, boy. More whiny, I would say, Zell. He's pretty whiny. Chicken wuss, you know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll take Otherwise, it. I guess Cypher, maybe. He's Jer- kind of a jerk. <laughs>
1: awesome. Um, well, yeah, man. Uh, good requests, Great tunes. I'm glad we finally got to use this one. You know, uh, I know there's... Uh, I guess every Final Fantasy probably has its, like, fucking vocal, like, fan base that says it's the best one over every every other one, but, you know, I've heard a few people, you know, passionately argue in favor of Final Fantasy Eight, and I've never bothered to, you know, look into it, so, you know, it's a real shame. Like I said before, Squall, I know him from Kingdom Hearts, and, uh, you know, he's got that legendary gunblade, you know, I should probably look into this one at some point. They need to remaster it, you know. I only buy games in remastered form now, and I've been that way ever since Super Mario Bros. Deluxe. Boom. tie into the previous discussion. Um, anything else on uh, Final Fantasy? Or uh, the Land Before Time Final Fantasy Edition? You know, Land Before Time Tactics? Uh, Land Before <laughs> oh Time my Mystic Quest? Land Before Time uh, Kingsglaive? Land Before Time uh, Mystic Jusidia? Quest. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Land Before Time Legend? The prequel to Secret of Mana? I'm, I'm losing the thread here. Uh,
2: Land Before Time Theater Rhythm? Um, no, oh, I can't keep this going. Okay, guy <laughs> I would actually play the hell out of a dinosaur rhythm game. That shit would be amazing.
1: Yeah. Land Before oh. Time The Crystal Chronicles. Anything else?
4: I would love to play Final Fantasy The Great Valley or Final Fantasy The Mysterious Beyond. No, John, stop! <laughs> <laughs> Final oh Fantasy.
1: God,
3: name
4: all 14. Final, <laughs> fa- Final Fantasy and the invasion of the tiny sauruses.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Alright, now you can go for it.
0: <laughs> Game four. Damn it. <laughs>
1: wanted to take a second between songs one and two to apologize for choosing this game and these songs uh, it's the 90s and uh, this next song is just about the most 90s thing possible, I'm very sorry everybody
6: Axis revolving around the sun, revolving around the center of the Milky Way galaxy and the supercluster galaxies. Will it ever be you and me? Across are crossing the galaxies, will it ever-
1: Um, so, uh, this is the first game in a long running series, uh, that includes at this point, I believe, uh, 19 games and, uh, at one point era and this series, uh, there was at least one game released every year from 1999 to 2010. Any shit that is coming my way for being the John that provided the ska. So say
2: so you just made um, John's night. Oh, I know.
1: So the answer is, uh, let's see. It's Tony Hawk Pro Skater. Tony Hawk Pro Skater, and John added an R, so it's Tony Hawk's Pro Skater for a hat trick. Oh yeah, it's Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. Originally released for the PlayStation One in 1999, and then. Uh, eventually released on every system that ever existed. Man, I forgot how seriously like long-running the Tony Hawk series was. I gave up on it a long time ago. You know this system? This, like this series has come out on 20 different platforms.
5: <laughs> <What>? That's <laughs> ridiculous.
1: Yeah, including the N-Gage. Uh, <laughs> so, wow. Yeah. You know, really? Yeah. Telling you. Yeah. It, what's it,
4: it, <laughs> What's What's more impressive? Getting released for the N-Gage or getting released for Mac OS, like, before Mac OS 10?
1: That's, you know, that's a very good question, because that is one of the platforms. (laughs) um, But yeah, man, uh, who here played the uh, first Tony Hawk's Pro Skater? I hope everybody. Yeah. John, I I assume this fostered your love at a very young age for Goldfinger and Ska music, or was that already a thing?
4: Ska was already a thing, but this did introduce me to Goldfinger.
1: Nice. <laughs> oh, Jesus! Uh, I don't know what to say to that. You know, good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Great. <laughs> no, that that last song. I mean, Jesus. Is there like a single song more like inextricably tied to a game or a series than <laughs> uh, Superman by Goldfinger? To, uh, to Tony Hawk's Pro Skater besides maybe the fucking song that The Offspring has in Crazy Taxi. <laughs> that was going to oh, be my answer. It's that. like,
2: maybe Offspring in Crazy Taxi?
1: But yeah, man, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, it's... Uh, it's a little tough to go back and play this one. I've still got it somewhere back in my Nintendo 64 games. And, uh, you know, 2 and 3 and 4, definitely, like, the this this series gets better and better as it goes on. Like, this one is real tough to go back and visit. <laughs> like, 2 immediately surpassed it in every possible way. Like, better courses better unlockables you know spider-man and darth maul and shit uh wait no darth
2: maul was in three never mind uh, say are there <laughs> spider-man though. i don't remember there being unlockable characters in one i thought they started adding all the crazy stuff in like two and three one had at least one unlockable character through the course of the game you or could like unlock officer dick
1: uh, <laughs> the you know fat police officer i don't remember how but there he was um but yeah uh you know one unlockable character i think they had like 6 or 7 like courses it was weird cuz you know it was like you know, it was a, it was a good one player game a lot of fun i can't remember could you do simultaneous two player in this one like i feel like it was just a trade off game
5: i think it was a trade off game i I don't,
1: know. I don't know yeah i feel i couldn't remember if you could do like a simultaneous like uh, run through the course as uh in the first one, but, you know. It was just so much fun. Like, the game was, you know, it, it's great. It's, it's just so simple to, like, get into and then difficult to master. Like, it was it was great for that. Like, playing through that career mode, trying to find the, the cassette tapes in every level. That's right, you're collecting oh, cassette yeah. tapes.
3: Yeah. Got, <laughs> skate tape. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> you know, you gotta, you know, they got a little Donkey Kong in there. You gotta spell the word skate. You gotta get a high score and then, like, a pro score. You gotta fucking find a hidden tape, which is, you know, usually, like, out in plain sight and glowing, so it's not super hidden, it's just difficult to get to. And then there's always some kind of, like, destroy this objective, like, in the mall level, you had to skate through all the directories, or in, like, the streets, you had to grind the cop cars and it would destroy them or something, like, the game was pretty fun, man. (laughs) And then there there were levels where it wasn't even, like, uh like mission based it was just like you're at like a fucking skate competition it's just like get as high of a score as possible and I think those were even based on like real world skate parks so if I gave a fuck about real world skating this would have been like the game for me at the time I realize now I've got back to back extreme sports games uh, this week and last week <laughs> and uh yeah I don't actually give a fuck about extreme sports but this was this was as close to giving a fuck as I was ever gonna get like I loved this game <laughs> you know Wanted to know about all these skaters because they all seem cool? Bonus point to anyone who can name a skater in Tony Hawk's Pro Skater without having looked it up besides Tony Hawk or Officer Dick.
5: Was Bam Margero in this one? No, he appeared in 3 for the first time.
2: <laughs>
5: I know... Th- this was. A, I, c- I can go through and name, like, Hawkman. every guest
2: character they've ever had. Like, the weird-ass cameos. But, like, the yeah. actual <laughs> playable roster, I have no idea. <laughs> it's... Uh, Kelly Slayer.
1: Uh, Kelly Slayer is a, definitely a surfer.
2: <laughs> John um, Madden. Sean White.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <Yes>. <laughs> You're getting not closer. <laughs> it's it's like, I guess, you know, a pretty, uh, at this point, kind of middle-aged roster of skaters. It's all guys that were popular at some point in the 90s. And I don't know if there's still people or not. Bob Burnquist, Kareem Campbell, Rune Glifberg, Bucky Lassic, Chad about- Muska.
4: Was Rodney Mullins in this game? No,
1: Rodney Mullen appeared in, in uh, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2 for the first oh. time, <laughs> and he's a badass skate. Like that's the thing, you know. Like this game actually did like get me to like actually look up like skate stuff. Like once, uh, once YouTube became a thing, it's like you know people would share like videos of these people like doing their actual skate routines. It's like oh yeah, I'll watch that. I played as that guy. That guy's <laughs> dope. I wonder if he's gonna do a Christ air out of this swimming pool or something. Oh no, he actually just does a lot of like really cool kickflips and realistic things. Well that's cool too, I guess. <laughs> uh, yeah. The tricks in this game made no sense. And I think that was one of the problems with like this, and remember that Nicktoon Rocket Power? I think he oh, got yeah. a bunch of kids I think he got a bunch of kids into extreme sports with unrealistic expectations of what a human being is capable of. <laughs> like you can't do many of the things in this game.
2: Okay, I'm sorry. I, mean, I, I, guess... I have to take a brief moment to shout out to the chat because they're listing off um, skaters who appeared in this game, including Felicia Regan, Rodney Mullins. She gave you that answer? Uh-huh. I didn't call it that on my Whoa! Down. I got John... that
1: from my mom. I don't <laughs> want to fire you from the show, but uh, <laughs> I would love to have your mother on next time we talk Tony Hawk's Pro Skater like three Apparently, apparently, he used to, used to practice in Gainesville in front of her dorm. This is blowing my fucking mind right now. <laughs> my dad is confirming.
2: And I was going to say, uh, now his dad's in the chat confirming the story.
1: John, your parents are so fucking cool just by watching Rodney Mullins hang out, <laughs> practice skateboarding, and then know that he was in video games. They are welcome on the show anytime. Um. Yeah, but he was not in this game. Sorry. If he they knew us how to Erquist, do a
5: 180. Yeah.
1: <laughs> God, now I just want to like I'm just picturing your dad going out there and like trying to hang and like do a skateboard. He says trip. they
5: used to hang out. I'm saying I I literally yeah. said we used to hang out with him. I would just love to see
1: your dad like bruise, you know before he was mojitos. your dad. <laughs> you know the original John Regan.
2: <laughs> I can just imagine like Rodney teaching John to skate. John teaching Rodney how to dribble a soccer ball. Like. Yeah,
1: (laughs) you know, and then uh, one of them has kids, and his skating and soccer career ends. You know, it's just how it goes. (laughs) Um, But yeah, (laughs) Uh, anybody with uh, with fond memories of this, favorite levels, favorite ridiculous things that you could do in this game? Do you remember the final (laughs) level of this game?
2: Wasn't in because all of them kind of run together for me, but I seem to remember in the first game. There was a warehouse and you had there was a half pipe and you had to go through like building up your speed to like smash glass in a tiny little yep. room like hanging over everything and there was something hidden in there
1: there was the hidden tape in there that was the very first level yeah and <laughs> yeah, there was a school level and uh, there was a mall and then the final level you know which uh, yeah, they really needed to go just more in the direction of nonsense levels was Roswell New Mexico area Street. 51 that's awesome yeah. <laughs> It was so 99, man. You could, like, uh, like skate into, like, this locked facility and there's, like, an alien autopsy going on. And, you know, I think if you, like, did a certain grind over a gap, it, you got a bonus that said, like, E.T. gap. And, like, the alien would say, like, phone home. You know, it's just like, man, they, uh... This is fucking nonsense and it's awesome. <laughs> like, um... But yeah, it was uh, it was really something, man. It was it was a lot of fun, and the series was a lot of fun for a long time. You know, like uh, you know, I'm not all that into skating, but like the, the first four Tony Hawk's Pro Skater games were a lot of fun, and like it's one of those series for me, kind of like Grand Theft Auto, where like there's a lot of good music in this series, like you know. Just because it's licensed doesn't necessarily make it like, uh, you know, I don't know. It's it's very memorable in my opinion, and it led to me looking up and like finding out about a lot of uh, a lot of new music. So it's actually kind of a kind of an important series for like my musical taste in general. <laughs> but um, yeah, sad that it's kind of lost its way because man, what, you know, what the hell happened to this? Did did people just outgrow this, or did that other game skate surpass
5: it? Like, uh, I've heard they're they the kind of most- went. More open worldy and kind of lost or, you know, what they were. Right. And just tried to make it completely different, you know. Well, then they had the, uh, the debacle with the, like,
2: skateboard peripheral where you actually had to, like, skate yeah. on a. Uh-huh. Yeah. Tony Hawk ride! That was a mistake. <laughs> and I remember there
4: being some recently released game that, like,. Uh, they just got it out so that they could keep the Tony Hawk license or something like that. You know, like it wasn't yeah. very good.
1: That's and the that's the beauty of the timeline of the main series. You got you know Pro Skater two, you know Pro Skater two, three, four, Underground, Underground two, American Wasteland, Project Eight, Proving Ground, all ninety nine to two thousand seven, and then Tony Hawk's Pro Skater five, two thousand fifteen, and it's not good. <laughs> like. Apparently, it's just, like, a PS2 game they put on, like, PS4, and it's not good. (laughs) Well, no, and then, this is what
4: I remember seeing on the game subreddit. Uh, It was on sale recently, but the thing about that game is the servers have long been shut down, and you can only (laughs) play, like, a very reduced game mode without the servers online. So they're selling, like, a broken game, and people are pretty pissed about it. Like, you shouldn't even be selling this anymore. Like, you can't actually play it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Pull it. It's over. You know, just... I don't know. Go back to releasing, like, HD remakes of the originals. They released, like, Pro Skater HD back in, like, 2012. You know, it looked good. It upgraded the original game. You know, it added the new bells and whistles. Like, you know, remember, like, grinding in this game? There's no balance meter. You know, it was a little tricky to, like, kind of keep track of Am I going to fall or am I going to, like, drop back onto this ramp? I don't know. We'll just see. Just re-release the old games with a lot of new bells and whistles. I love the first four Pro Skater games. They're dope.
3: You know,
1: but... Anywho, great game. Uh, and I apologize to everybody that's watching on YouTube now because our stream's probably been muted by me using all that licensed music. But, uh, you know, it was worth it. Yeah, you know, good tunes. You know, sometimes somebody else needs to bring the ska to the party. And that will be the only time that I ever do that because this is the only game that I ever played that I had uh, enjoyable ska experience in. So, you know, John, soak it up. And then uh, let's let's move on to the next game, man.
0: I believe you mean let's pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. Game five.
5: So, the intro included in this game uh, had a dedication to um, a person who died shortly before the game's release and was also featured in the game as a playable character. All right, guys. Let's see what we got.
1: (laughs) I'm betting we've got no chance in hell.
2: (laughs) I've got a guess. (laughs) I've got a guess, and I didn't have time to check if we've used it already.
1: We haven't. (laughs) Okay. Whatever you're guessing.
5: (laughs) All right, we got, uh... Ooh. (laughs) Davis is WCW Nitro. No. Uh... You know, I did notice that uh, John said all of Jesse's trivia involves death, and I was like, "Damn, it does." And the, the correct answer, John, with yeah. WWF Attitude.
1: Hell yeah, that's the bottom line, because uh, <laughs> John Harrington said so. Hell yeah, WWF Attitude. What's uh? No. Yeah. So this. So the dead person has obviously got to be Owen Hart, right?
5: Yeah, it's Owen Hart. Yeah, um, Jesus and Christ. he was before he had died. He was a heel, but in the game they made him a face. So that's good. That's, that's yeah. kind of cool, you know. Yeah. You don't want to be have... booing a, a dead guy. <laughs>
1: that would have been pretty funny, yeah. <laughs> like, oh crap! What do we do? Well, switch the switch the boos to yays. <laughs> yeah, good that that in that way we honor him. <laughs> like, Oh, shit. Uh, is this for uh, PlayStation, Nintendo 64? Uh... They,
5: um, they, had, they had it for both systems, and there was also a G- Game Boy Color version, which I'm nice. sure was scaled down a little bit. <laughs> oh,
1: and this is the music but, um, from the Game Boy Color version, of course.
5: <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it was rocking. But um, what's interesting is um, this was the last uh, WWF game made by Activision because uh THQ just cut ties with um uh with WCW so THQ one of the WWF games mm. and so that's when um in December of the same year as this came out um WrestleMania 2000 came out on N64 and that game is like one of the best wrestling games ever Nice. and um unfortunately this game WWF Attitude isn't so great like it's got a lot of good characters that you can pick from. It's got a lot of um, match types, but like the controls are kind of wonky and and when you grapple people then you have to input like fighting game commands. Like it's weird like it just seems like way too many buttons are pressed if you just want to suplex someone, you know? Like, <laughs> like, the, like the N64 games are perfect. Grab then press the button in the direction you want to do to, you know, whatever move you do, and you do it, you know? Fire Pro is the same way. This game, you have to like 30 buttons to, you know, drag and yeah. screw or something.
1: Gotta do that Tekken, uh, Tekken King combo, you know, where you just sort of roll them around on the ground. <laughs> just, yeah. You know, if you don't know the button inputs, sorry, it's just gonna be a normal throw. <laughs> like, Oh, man. So, who is in this game besides the newly, uh, newly crowned face? Uh, Owen Hart.
5: I mean, you got all the, uh, you know, Attitude Era guys, you know, Stone Cold, The Rock, Mankind, uh, yeah, yeah. you know, Shane McMahon, Man, McMahon, yeah. <laughs> um, Val Venus, uh, the Road Dog, and uh, and um, Jesse James, you know. Hell yeah. At DX, Triple H, all the all the people back then, you know.
1: Yeah, I was gonna, I'm trying to remember some of the lamer ones. Like, you know, is there still Shawn Michaels? Is he still hanging around or is he gone?
5: Yeah, yeah, he's probably still around. Yeah. Uh, Diesel. let see, who are some jobbers? Um, Viscera, probably. No. <laughs> what about uh, Diesel? Oh, um, I don't think he's in that one. I think he's in WCW at the time. Yeah, Because okay. um, uh, yeah. WCW still had about a year left before.
1: I, I just want to know, can you, you know, is the un- was the Undertaker in it?
5: Yeah, Undertaker's in it, Kane. Because
1: um, if you could recreate the, uh, the wrestling moment where it's... Uh, fucking, like, uh, Kevin Nash and Bret Hart and The Undertaker burst out from underneath the mat to sca- uh, to stop, uh, Kevin Nash from escaping the cell, like, you know, it'd be cool if you could do some custom crazy matches like that, <laughs> like, throw in some insane 90s wrestling twists, or <laughs> it's like, okay, it's a cage match, and first one out wins, and at random, The Undertaker will burst from underneath the ring and drag you into hell, like, that That needs would to be happen. amazing. <laughs> like, if, if that could happen any moment, like, if wrestling in this game were just as unpredictable as real wrestling, it'd be pretty fucking cool. <laughs> like,
5: Especially you know. for back then, jeez. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: just, oh, he's starting to lose the match, and then, like, some other wrestler just comes running in to save the day. Like, you
5: know, it's, I didn't even choose that wrestler. Like, where's he coming from? Like, Why is Hardcore Holly coming out to help me? <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> is that China? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look did it hurt? Uh, but,
3: yeah,
1: Scotty, you know, too
5: haughty. You can just go back in the locker room. Geez.
1: Uh, point is, I need more games with Undertaker bursting out of the mat. Like that's, uh, that's my favorite thing that ever happened. It's so silly. <laughs> that was uh, yeah,
5: that's
1: a great... Yeah, you know, look it up. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> trying to think of a uh, think of other awesome '90s wrestling stuff. You know. I didn't mention Owen Hart in the, in the, uh, opening, like, pop culture rundown, just, uh, you know, because it was sad. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah,
3: the
1: guy died on national television.
5: Yeah, like, that was pretty awful. Was... He died live.
1: <laughs> you know.
4: Jesus.
5: That was crazy.
2: Would it technically no. be dying live? <laughs> oh, Jesus, David.
4: <laughs> this episode's gotten way too dark.
2: I'm just, amazed, well, and I'm, just say, I'm just amazed that I got to it before Johnny did. That seems like a very Johnny thing to say. Yeah. I don't. Johnny no, I don't ar- think I'd say that. <laughs> I just been. Johnny like, is the John arbiter be of quiet poor for taste. like five minutes and then jump in with a really bad joke. <laughs> Especially phrased uh, in a would it?
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> David's got the bad jokes. I've got the sky. Jesse needs to play the saxophone at some point tonight, and then we don't need Johnny at all anymore. <laughs>
3: like, mm-hmm.
4: <laughs> I don't like that <laughs> Who's going to work the soundboard with the 48 time sound Spice. keys? That's
1: true. Yeah. Thank goodness that nobody else has a soundboard that they can use. Bye, man. Because uh, yeah, then Johnny would be in real trouble. <laughs>
0: <The> man. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Are we
1: going to get into a My Man battle right now, <laughs> uh, I think my soundboard's a little more diverse than yours, Johnny. My oh, Man! <laughs> forgot to play that during our Tony Hawk's Pro Scare discussion. It's the sound that it plays when you do, like, a special trick, and it's so rewarding to hear that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, well, we've both got Aquaman, so I guess you can keep your job. Whew. Um jesus dodged a bullet there johnny (laughs) yeah saved your ass man (laughs) yeah saved your ass like the undertaker popping up out of the mat and dragging your opponent back into the ring while you escape and win the uh you know the wrestlemania contract or booking or whatever i you know i'm unclear on wrestling stuff but you know i I love the uh the insane twists so jesse anything else on uh
5: attitude did the game have attitude was it rude? Um, I guess a little bit. Um, yeah. really, you should just wait a few months and play WrestleMania 2000 when it comes out. Nice. Or, or wait till next year when No Mercy comes out, which is just a little bit better than WrestleMania. But they're both hands down the best wrestling games. Um, Fire Pro is really good. Oh yeah, just
1: l- clicking on the box art for WrestleMania 2000, I'm like, oh yeah, I played that one. <laughs> like-
5: yeah, definitely.
1: <laughs> And uh, looking at the picture, you know, fucking, uh, yeah, the uh, graphics are uh, slightly improved. Stone Cold is less of a bald box with a vest. You know, he looks just a little human. It's nice. <laughs> you know, that's what I want out of wrestling games. I don't want them to actually look human. I want them to look like wrestling action figures that you're just smashing together. But, <laughs> you know, they should still look a little more, you know, they shouldn't look like homemade action figures. They should look like official action figures. <laughs> Um, fuck yeah, man. Attitude era wrestling. Never not awesome. Johnny, uh, hit us with as many attitude error wrestlers and catchphrases as you can before going to the calculating computer.
3: Hmm.
0: Calculating computer activated. Computers, beeps, boops. Scoring complete.
1: Attitude computer.
0: This game's winner is June
2: John Regan. <laughs> Johnny <laughs> Of course. Stealing Whatever. the win Let's away like the Undertaker coming up from under the mat.
3: <laughs>
1: exactly. <laughs> Sorry, David. The Undertaker has popped up out of the mat and dragged you back into the cell and Johnny escaped over the wall. And uh, Johnny's going to WrestleMania. So, you know, congrats, Johnny. Um, you know
5: you have to point at the sign. Yeah. Several times.
1: Well done. (laughs) He knows exactly what you're talking about. (laughs) Um, But yeah, Johnny, we did it, man. We made it all the way to the end of the 90s, and you have the illustrious honor of selecting the grand theme for our 100th episode. So, John Regan, what is the theme gonna be?
4: Well hang out as how well it's our 100th episode and there's not that many games from the year 100 I made that joke already <laughs> <laughs> it was before we started taping so it doesn't count <laughs> I think the only good theme for next week is
2: a free play
1: we don't have that new free play jingle yet do we,
2: uh, we I'll have it next not. week I mean I'm, I'm sure we can get like a free play jingle ready for the next episode
1: Mm. Uh.
3: SPICE!
1: But yeah, awesome show, guys. We got episode 100 next week, and it's going to be fucking crazy. Uh, I'm not sure how. I don't want to oversell it, because it might just be episode 100, a normal-ish episode of Game That Tune with a really long free-play jingle, but we'll see how it goes. It's going to be good. Um, so thanks to everybody that tuned in tonight for episode 99, the non-illustrious episode of uh, Game That Tune. But uh, still, a fantastic episode in its own right. It's great tunes, great requests tonight. You know, a lot of fun. Thanks to everybody that's watching along live with us on uh, Twitch.tv/GameThatTune, YouTube.com/GameThatTune, and Facebook.com/GameThatTune. And thanks to everybody listening in podcast form. We uh, we appreciate it. Uh, and you know, if this is your first time, then uh, keep listening. If this is also your first time, or your second time, or any time, go to Patreon.com/GameThatTune. Let's talk Patreon people. Let's talk perks for going to patreon you pay us five bucks a month we throw you a bunch of mixtapes we throw you random video game streams we throw you a 24 7 video game music live stream that's on youtube and it's available to people that don't pay for it but we, we wish you would pay us for it like <laughs> uh, your support is appreciated uh and we'd uh, you know we love doing this uh, this stuff for you for our patrons for everybody and uh but we we appreciate our patrons even more is the point uh, special thanks to our Patreon super fan tier producers Alex Messenger and Lance Revere and Andrew Oliver you guys are fantastic and uh, yeah keep supporting the show and um, send us some requests thanks again to at, at Singanoi on Twitter for the request uh, you know and he, uh, he slid into our uh, Twitter DMs the way you should at gamethattune or send us an email gamethattune at gmail.com and uh, yeah, follow us each on Twitter. Bu- uh, bug us with uh, video game music suggestions, or you know, requests for our live stream, or uh, you know, just uh, general nonsense. We love uh, we love goofing off with you guys. You can find me on Twitter at jgangsta187. Find David Fleming on Twitter at E-F-D Fleming. Find Jesse Moore on Twitter at legend and find John Regan, this week's winner, Mr. Episode 100, the John Dooser, on Twitter at... <laughs> J.P. <G-P-R-G-R. laughs> Hell yeah. So, I, I'm apprehensive to say but Johnny, you've got the bonus tunes. What are we going out with?
4: Well, slight hiccup is I did not expect to win tonight. I don't have bonus tunes, so Jesse and David, you guys both upload up- 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 mm-hmm. bonus tunes... What do you guys have? Which one should I play?
2: Ooh, what a twist. David, um, you first. What's your bonus? Well, sentence? my bonus music <laughs> is a remix of the Super Mario Brothers Overworld theme from Super Smash Brothers Brawl.
4: Okay. That sounds like something I would have you- picked. And Jesse?
1: What do you
2: got, Jesse?
5: Uh, mine is just a Mankind theme. So uh, WWE.
4: Oh, these are both great. I'm going to play Jesse's and David's bonus music tonight because they're the ones that uploaded bonus music and nobody else.
1: What an episode 99 twist. Peace out, everybody. my bonus music it's Police Truck by the Dead Kennedys from the Tony Hawk's Pro Skater soundtrack no I'm not really gonna do that Um, Mario Party is copyright 1999 Nintendo of America Incorporated and Hudson Soft Company Limited Super Mario Bros. Deluxe is copyright 1999 Nintendo of America Incorporated. Final Fantasy VIII is copyright 1999 Square Company Limited. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater is copyright 1999 Activision Incorporated. WWF Attitude is copyright 1999 World Wrestling Entertainment Incorporated. And, uh, Johnny, I think we just gotta jump right into it.
0: Game 1.
4: Oops, my volume was down. Let me, uh, change that. Alright, there we go.
1: I have a question regarding that new free play jingle. Hey, what's it taking so long? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I believe that uh, if one goes back to episode 64 and listens to the illustrious GTT rap, I believe, John, you're in charge of the free play jingles.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, definitely. That, that, God damn it, that rap is legally binding. You got it. <laughs> um, son of a bitch.